Hello, Freddie. <laughs> Start singing uh, Bring It Back to Me. Bring it back to me. <laughs> throw it back at me. No. Throw it back at <laughs> Throw that ass I'm in a circle, I'm pretty sure that's mama. not the iCarly theme song. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is not. Uh, no. Oh, that's gonna what the fuck me. is her name? Miranda Cosgrove? Yeah, Miranda Cosgrove. Yeah, she, no, she doesn't twerk on the show, I oh, don't believe. I don't think she can throw it back at all. Does, I, hey, I mean, that's a presumptuous. Google search. Does Miranda Cosgrove have an ass? <laughs> I mean, you can look back. Like, there's a recent series. Like, they like they rebooted it. Yeah, I know. Uh, it's on Paramount Plus, I think, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, I haven't watched it because I don't have that, and uh, I don't know uh, if I yeah. will. I'll watch other people's reactions to it. Yeah, because I mean, like, I didn't really. I mean, it'd be interesting to see. They made it for us. Like, they made it for like the people who like grew up watching. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I feel like I should at least watch the first episode. Yeah, I think so too. Um, if someone can boot like that and oh like God. email it to me, because <laughs> I want to pay for Paramount Plus. I yeah, I don't want to pay for Paramount Plus either. Watch it's it. another streaming service that like nobody really has. Nobody really has at this point. Yeah, I don't think because I'm just like, what the fuck is on Paramount Plus? If, I mean, now, if Drag Race All Stars. If Nickelodeon had their own thing, I can imagine a lot of people wanting to do that a lot of because of the older shows specifically Uh and then also there's a lot of the um i mean nickelodeon is owned by things like that people would like to actually watch that it's Mm -hmm. like it would be the same vibe as disney plus cartoon network i think would also be pretty good with that sort of thing oh yeah oh i mean so paramount plus is owned well paramount studios is does own nickelodeon that makes a lot of sense then. Yeah. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah, they do own. Yeah, they do own. Yeah, like they own Nickelodeon. Uh, and the boy. The only thing. The only know. thing that I know for sure that is on Paramount Plus is Nickelodeon stuff and Drag Race All Stars. Just Drag Race All Stars. Only All Stars. Not only All Stars because it, like All Stars streams on Paramount Plus now, and okay. um, regular Drag Race, American Drag Race. Is on, is on VH1, on TV. Okay. Which is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I agree. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, hello everybody. Hello everybody. <laughs> I'm Courtney. And I'm Luis. And we are found, found family, family in, in fandom. fandom. <laughs> yeah. That's probably the only time we will. Or have ever successfully said it at the same time. <laughs> Our inflection was wrong, but that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I was thinking like game show host. <laughs> people don't come here for perfection. Are you kidding me? Of course not. Yeah. Our second episode is about the Omega verse. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Also, well, it's speaking of not coming here for perfection, I'm going to try I'm gonna make a very conscious effort to speak a lot slower and to not ramble. <laughs> Hopefully I can achieve that today because I am pretty tired. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah. I am uh, I have a tendency to ramble. I'm like 20 spoons in debt because there was people that I wasn't expecting to be at your house when I got here. Oh yeah, there are people <laughs> at my house at the moment and uh, And like they're... we all got to the driveway at the same time. That is so awkward and I am so sorry. It was <laughs> I was not I didn't know. Well, I thought that they were, I thought that my parents were going to meet them at the beach. Oh. Um. Well, but it makes sense that they came here because yeah. they're probably my my mom's pro- probably going to make everybody like breakfast or something. Okay, I love your mom. 
I know. I love her too. <laughs> but like, I, I was, I just got there. I had chosen to not wear a bra today because, <laughs> um, I. What a great day to not wear a bra. I know, right? <laughs> like, I, I texted Luis. Um, you were kind of panicking. Over. I, I heard the tone in your voice. Oh yeah. Like first, I texted saying, "Yeah, I'm gonna show up in pajamas today because I'm just not all here mentally today." Yeah, and I said, "Fine, you're good." Yeah. Yeah, you'll be in good company. And then there was company. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, I made eye contact with one of them from the car, and I could tell in her face that she's like, who is this person? Yeah. <laughs> who is this white bitch? Oh, my God. <laughs> she probably wasn't saying it like that. The sun was probably in her eyes. But, like, I just, She was like, probably like, mm-hmm. Yeah, just trying to see through my tinted windows or something. Yeah, no, fair, fair. <laughs> that I had to move the car twice. Yeah, I do apologize for that. <laughs> It's all good. It was just really unfortunate, funny timing. Yes. Well, it's funny in hindsight. Funny in hindsight. Panic. Yeah. In, <laughs> in actuality, you were very much panicking. Oh, yeah. And I did come outside to get you. Yes. I, I wouldn't have left the car otherwise. I, I know you wouldn't have. Like, I was in the process of texting you saying, like, um, just let me know when it's safe to come in. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then next thing I knew, you were outside walking to my car, and I'm like, Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Oh my God. So one thing that I want to tell you that happened at work, really, it, it it was crazy. So I do like remote security for like gated communities at the moment. Okay. And it was like in this community in Miami, and this guy, like I verified him and everything. I think he was like. I don't remember what he was like. I don't know if he. I can't remember if he was like an Uber driver or something like that, um, or like Uber Eats or whatever. I think it was like. I think it was like something like legit. Like it was something. It was something. It. It was something like. Okay, it was something very, um, like you wouldn't expect somebody with like this profession or something to say the thing that he was about to say after uh-huh. he like right right before I opened the gate for him he was just like. Yo, man, you know One Piece, and I was just like, I was like, um, is like, yeah, I'm gonna put you on, and I'm just like, like it's an MLM. I'm just like, what? <laughs> Why? I mean, if you ship Zoro and Luffy enough, it can be. I mean, no, no, no. You're thinking of a different MLM. Uh, I'm talking about multi-level marketing. Oh. <laughs> I thought no, I no, but literally, I thought the same thing when I saw like MLMs like coming up on my on my YouTube feed. Yeah. I'm just like, what? Like, what are these conspiracy theories about gay couples? Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> oh my god, I was so confused. No, multi level marketing, Mama, pyramid schemes. Okay. Now now what you said is even funnier. Yes. <laughs> yes, like it's an MLM it, it'd be like yo man, you like like you yo man, you know one, one piece? piece? It's like huh, a thousand sign- episodes you're going to want you want to get on that shit because it's still fucking going. It's still fucking going and if you recommend a friend, you'll you'll earn money for each episode they want like that shit. Oh my like- god. <laughs> I've only seen a seven episodes. I've seen none 
Oh. And honestly, I'm gonna get you on that shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, like I've I've told you this before. I refuse to believe that anything that long is good. <laughs> I refuse to believe it. I refuse to believe yeah, it. Yeah, history does like uh, tell us if it has more than a hundred episodes. Generally, it goes south pretty quick. Yeah. Um. I mean, if it's story based. Yeah. If it's story based, because if it's like, if it's um, if it's episodic, and if it, because I love well, I mean, very. We're Very controversial, like Simpsons but Simpsons versus like fairy tale. Yeah, exactly. Like The Simpsons is pretty different. While I, well, honestly, I don't really like The Simpsons that much. Right, but um, it is like one of the longest running things. Yeah. Um. Well, now it's like coming. Well, I mean, it's it still hasn't. Like the Simpsons is still on, so like I mean, one thing that I do love and I hold very dear to my heart, South Park. I love South Park. I. I had a time where I did definitely binge watch a lot of South Park um, because a friend of mine had gotten really into it and I had a huge crush on them. (sighs) And you know exactly how this is going to go. And I was like, oh, these characters are canonically gay. (laughs) A reason for me to actually try to get into this. Oh, my God. Wait. I'm talking about Craig Craig and and Tweak. Craig and Tweak. Craig and Tweak. Let me tell you, I've, I love them. <laughs> oh my God. No, but it's so funny because it's just like they were, they were a cracked ship that they were kind of like socially, that became like, I guess, socially obligated to date. Yeah. And then they sort of continued on with it after the uh, situation. Which is so weird. I kind of love it. I kind of love it too. It's literally the fake dating to lovers trope, and I'm in love with that. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. Guys, we're talking fan fiction. Oh my God. I've been doing nothing but writing fan fiction to cope with my sad existence. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God. It's currently a mermaid AU. Yes, yes. I feel you like were I've talked about it before. Tales. It makes me very happy. I have yet to post a new chapter because I decided to rewrite the entire thing because I was like, you know, the plot that I currently have is really lackluster and boring. Um, I need to fix the way that I'm writing the main character. And then I was like, oh, shit, that's how I fix it. It's the motivations. The motivations were bad. It's like, you can't just have a mermaid tale saying, I want to go to the surface. It's not the little fucking mermaid. That's true. (laughs) I need something deeper for Shinzo Hitoshi. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. I have so many, so many things, so many plans. And I've been writing it for a year and I haven't posted the first chapter. You've also... You've also, you also want to write a legit story of your own that you're just not. I do. Yeah, the book that I've been writing has been on the back burner because of this fanfic. Because I, there's <laughs> so much plot. That's not the work ethic of a successful author, Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, just in general, I'm lost on that. And the only way that I've learned that my brain can process is if I write other things and that helps me figure out what I could possibly do in like everything is a learning experience in writing. Mm -hmm. And if I write like a whole, I'm creating an entire like siren pirate AU story and it's really cool. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I'm just like, so this is how magic works in this. 
how the fuck do I want magic to work in my book? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can definitely do research, but also one thing that I mean, well, I mean, since I write a lot now for my youtube oh fun yeah. fact i have a youtube channel um <laughs> my link in the description uh, link in the description well actually i don't know if i don't know link, if we can link like, it i don't know if i can link the, the description but it's luis javier i i already have two and two videos up it's uh what one about maka albarn being uh being a um a conversation about if she's a strong female character or not and and i mean i end up saying yes she is but um <laughs> and then and and then i have a season one review of a b-star so check it out it's it's the same my channel is the same as my name luis javier so check it out i have a tiktok and it's immortal underscore butterfly wow <laughs> okay so we went on a tangent that i probably edit it out okay so now okay so now we're gonna get into before i get into another tangent before we get into another tangent uh we're this is the second part of the sailor of sailor moon so sailor moon part two Woo! oh my god so let's talk about that i love that fucking song i love that fucking song i love it i oh I wanted to say this in the last one. The sure. only reason why I know um, Moonlight Sonata, I think is what it's actually called, right? Is that what it's called? The song, like the theme song? Yeah. What's the name of the song? Uh, Moonlight Sonata is a Beethoven sonata. I'm so sorry, <laughs> it's guys. It's by Beethoven. <laughs> I think it's by Beethoven. Wait. What? Okay. First, you got to tell me what the name of the song is. Oh, that's why I got it confused. I'll explain why I got it confused in a second. I have an answer to this. It's called Moonlight Legend. Moonlight Legend. Okay, now now that we know the actual name, I need to tell you why and where. You thought it was Moonlight Sonata? No. Um, because I first heard the theme song through Homestuck. Oh, my God. Because okay. Broadway Car Cat has one called Moonlight Tsundere. Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck them. And that's the only reason why I knew the tune for a long time. Oh my God. I didn't even know it was from Sailor Moon. Really? Seriously. Jesus Christ. I didn't grow up on Sailor Moon. Wow. No, I love the song. Like, Gomenne sunao janakute, yume no naka nara ieru, chiro kairo wa shoto sunzen, imasugu aitai o tonanakunaru yona moonlight. Oh, is it going to get copyrighted, though? Night. What? Is it going to get copyrighted? I don't know. Hold on. I'm going to look up the lyrics for uh, Moonlight soon today. My God. So I can either we'll sing we'll or see. read them to you. Yeah. No, that's... Okay, so one thing. That was the theme song for every season until the final season. I don't know why they changed it in the final season. Oh, Okay. Yeah, but they did. It was the th- it was the opening theme for every season until the last season. Dun, dun, ra, dun, dun. <laughs> Bra. Bra. Yeah. I don't know if it'll get copyrighted. Hopefully not. I don't know if I sang enough. Well, I mean, I sang a lot. I don't know. Like if it if I sang too much, I'll just cut it out. It's fine. True. Yeah, like editing is easy. Starts off like, forgive me if I'm being too straightforward. I sounded so much cooler in daydreams. Jesus Christ. But like, honestly, 
it's fucking great. One of my favorite Broadway Car Cat songs is uh, Carcalicious, and I cannot tell you the lyrics of the actual song Fergalicious, um, <laughs> because the only version of that is that. There is no other version. Oh my god. Carcalicious definition makes Terezi loco. Jeez. I can only fucking think of those lyrics. I've been cursed by my homestuck phase, and now I'm back in it. Mm, kind of. I'm okay. No one really leaves it because the music is just so good. Anyone ever listen to Ugly Story? Like they'll understand. Jesus Christ. Okay, so <gasps> we're gonna what? have a, we're gonna have to have an episode on homestuck. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. I was seeing that coming. <laughs> I was seeing that coming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My friend Hannah will be so pleased. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so let's start. So we're going to start with season three. Tree. Tree. Season tree. It's like, <laughs> okay, Miss Weston. It's like, okay, Miss West Indies. Um, no, 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 we're here talking about season tree. <laughs> we're here talking about season tree of Sailor Moon. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, okay, so, I mean, we might as well just get into, like, the honorary sapphic couple right away. Please, 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 please. Yeah. So we might as well. So um let's Love see. Of my life. So yeah, Sailor Neptune, Kayo Michiru. <laughs> Yeah, go on. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I guess her. So, I guess I'll just start with like her name. Um, so Kayo translates to Sea King, based on the Japanese name of the planet Neptune. Uh, let's see, Kayo Sei, uh, Sea Sea King Star. And then, uh, let's see. Given the title of Neptune, the Roman god of the sea. What the fuck? Okay. <laughs> and then, uh, Michiru's name it means rising. So her full name it could mean rising sea king i love that yeah i love that too also um sailor uranus's surname also has so that's uh plan words that go um all right so her personality her personality elegant sophisticated though sometimes cold and capable of sharp anger she has been described by sailor moon as the ideal princess <laughs> My ideal princess. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I'll worship you. <laughs> and then Michiru uh, attends Mugen University with Haruka Tenno and the younger Hotaru Tomoe. Um, she is patient and caring and always offering a smile or laughter to a situation while polite and calm to a fault. Um, she is not the most social person, but when she does become close to someone, it is because she truly wants to. She dislikes being pa- patronized and will not indulge in and will not indulge others. Had a girl. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty great. Um, let's see. This can make her look. This can make her look like a snob, and her seeming perfect. And her seeming perfection at everything does not help this perception of her. She is genuinely and she is a genuinely intelligent young woman, a prodigal. Oh God, I I, I had to think about prodigal, like, prodigal, prodigal, pro, pro, prodigal. We could talk about word pronunciation for a long time. Okay, prodigal. <laughs> she she's a good violinist. She's a prodigy. She's a prodigy <laughs> violinist. Um, I love it. And an artist already famous for her endeavors. What the fuck? That's pretty. It's pretty gay. <laughs> that is pretty know. gay. Violin, <laughs> gay. Vi- <sighs> 
string instruments? We could Yay. talk about the Strings of Fate, which is a podcast that I'm obsessed with, uh, but we're not going to get into that right now. String instruments are pretty gay. But Sonobra is the love of my life. Moving on. Um, and then uh, her intelligence is also apparent through her acceptance to Mugen Academy, a school with a very high acceptance threshold. That would mean, no, it should be low. That wasn't worded correctly. Well, if the thre- the threshold to be able to be, like, admitted, I think it is very high. Okay. The acceptance rate should be low, then. Yes. Okay. Uh, only geniuses of some field are permitted enrollment. Mm-hmm. And she's there? And she's there. That doesn't surprise me in the slightest. It doesn't surprise me either. Um. So, yeah, like, and then About there's... her wife. Right. And then there's uh, Teno Haruka, our, our butch queen. Um... <laughs> I just, I need to look like her. I need to look like her. I can. I have every fucking right to. You have every right to. I I think I do have some, like, outfits that are pretty reminiscent. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Haruka, even though her name is written in hiragana, is not inherent. Haruka means distant. And Teno is... Kanji for ten is sky. And the kanji for O means king. So I guess distant sky king is nice. her yeah really cool um so girl like uh fandom wiki did not have anything on her personality <laughs> so i had to go to sailor i had to go to like moon wiki or something like a different fandom wiki for for sailor moon to get even a very short blurb on her personality that is so sad huh, fandom wiki do better honestly <laughs> You need to have like both so many sides people love this bitch. Coin. So many people love this bitch. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> how dare you? Um, so let's see. Uh, Haruka, like literally, this is all that it says. Haruka was a fast runner, a talented pianist, and an accomplished race car. I know they can do a piano violin duet. Mm-hmm. And By the she... adventure zone balance heart. <laughs> <laughs> and she is an accomplished race car and motorcycle driver. Oh no. <laughs> she was That's so hot. She was one of the few characters to be seen operating a car along with Mamoru Chiba. Yeah. Uh let's see. She lived It's motorcycles. Mm-hmm. And she's got the cute short. Very me. She lived. She lived the life of the wealthy Tokyo elite, and in the S season in in the anime, attended Mugen Academy. There we go again, uh, <laughs> a school of genius students. Uh, at the time, however, she attended it to to infiltrate its uh, operations. She wore the men's uniform of the academy Art. rather than the woman's, and was thus often mistaken for a man. And also, when she was introduced into the show, she hung out with um. I think it was, I think they had already, um, so basically in this season, so basically in this season, uh, the the Sailor Senshi, the Sailor Senshi, they were worrying about, um, high school entrance exams. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And like, you know, like how in like the East, like it's not, yeah, it's not, yeah. Like you're not like set in stone to go to high school. You have to take entrance exams. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I think they had already met. And they're just like, oh, my God, another, like, Sailor Senshi or whatever. And they were just like, I think they met, like, Sailor Uranus and Neptune. And they were, they didn't want to work with them because they were on, like, their own mission. Oh. And so they were, techni- they were technically kind of enemies. 
Oh, interesting. Yeah. And then I think after that, they meet Haruka. Like, Usagi meets Haruka and <laughs> as a civilian. And she thinks that she, that he's just a cute boy. <laughs> that. She thinks that he's just a cute boy. And I think they, like, go out and, like, doing some stuff. Oh, no. I think... I think Ray takes a liking to him because Ray is kind of boy crazy. Uh-huh. Yeah, and she kind of just like drags him around and and well drags her around. Yeah, and kind of starts and kind of starts um, I don't know, just like striking up conversation and whatever. And I think and I think um, they go to the. I think it was like finally at the um, at the arcade that I think they bump into like Michiru or something, and. Uh, they're just like, oh, Haruka or like whatever. I. It's so funny because like Haruka is like such a very obviously like female name. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, but then they're just like, oh yeah, I'm a girl. And 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 then Rei's like plucked, like like her wig was just like fucking snatched. <laughs> um, she's just like, huh? It's yeah. like I mean, what? I mean, right? You could just be gay. You know? Right. You're allowed to be bi. You're allowed to be bi. You're allowed to be bi. Exactly. <laughs> so. she And then Haruka just so happens to be a raging lesbian who rides motorcycles with her cute. Girlfriend. Violinist girlfriend. Violinist girlfriend. Yeah. God, um, I'm I too think weak. I think Michiru is canonically bisexual. I, I'm not strong enough. <laughs> yeah, I think Michiru is canonically bisexual, and I'm pretty sure Haruka is a lesbian. Amazing. Love it. Show stopping. Also, the only good thing that I, the only reason why I would be willing to watch it, and it's in the third season, you said, I'll only watch the third season. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're like, like they come in everything after. Okay, yeah. But yeah, I'll like start they're from like the they become season. like a regular part of the cast after that. The funny thing is, I think the reason why I started watching it in the first place is because of them. Mm-hmm. And then I stopped when I was like, okay, there's nothing about them in here. <laughs> You're just like, the, when do they come? Where's the hot one? Where, where's the hot one? Yeah, where's the hot one with the short hair? Where's if the androgynous one with the short hair? If you guys don't know me in real life, which a lot of you don't, most of you don't. Uh, Courtney I, has a type. I have a very specific type. And it's just androgyny in general. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter if you're cis, if you're trans. trans, or, like, literally anything. I don't give a fuck about that. That's where the pan comes in. Mm-hmm. It's just, if I, androgyny, just like androgyny is, like, the first thing that I notice in a person. And it's, mm-hmm. like, that makes me want to get to know you and maybe put my mouth on your mouth if <laughs> you want that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, you're not really into, you're not really into, um... Like, even, like, well, well, I mean, cis men in general, but, like, also just, like, you're not really into just, like, the, even when you are attracted to cis men, they're, you like, they're never, like, burgeoning husking men. Yeah. Cis straight men. And also, and, and also, like, you're really not no. super into, like, high femme people either. Nah. Yeah. I can tell, I, if they're, like, super, super pretty, I'll tell them. Yeah. But it's not, like my first instinct is to put my mouth on their mouth. <laughs> like I just said. Very important thing. Yes. Oh yeah? yes. Very important thing. I Although, want to put my mouth on their mouth. If a uh, sailor Neptune, I think sailor Neptune. Yeah. She's very pretty. She's very pretty, but a little too fun want, for you. Uh, yeah. I, I would like her. 
<laughs> I'm very attracted to people who can play instruments. Oh yeah, that's true. Like, yeah, that I mean that's a very so attractive good. trait. It's like serenade me. You don't need to sing. Just play something, and I'll love you forever. <laughs> <laughs> I, music, androgyny. Oh my god. Okay. Two M's. <laughs> also, no. Also, let me tell you. Let me fucking tell you. Oh, a little bit before I forget. Um, so Haruka, in the anime. Her civilian attire is very, very, very masculine. Very, very masculine. However, in the manga, and they do change it up in Crystal to line up to align with the manga. Um, she can she goes from masculine to a little androgynous. Yeah. You know what I would have really liked to see? What? A uniform difference. A uniform difference? Yeah, like if she had a like, you know how all of the uh, magical girls have that transformation into like their uh, uh, their cute... little skimpy like outfits. Yeah. yeah. What if she was just like in a suit? That would have been cute. That would have been cute. But they're like, but we need to have everyone matching. That's how. That, that's the branding. We, we need, need to have everyone, everyone to in match. Skirts. She's not the most special one here. That's Sailor Moon. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's why that they wouldn't have her stand out as much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it didn't work. <laughs> I mean, it didn't work, but I mean, it, yeah. I mean, but still like Usagi's still like like staple character, you know. Oh yeah. Uh so yeah, so that's so that's also a thing. Um also another thing, oh god. I mean, this is like a little this is like a little problematic, which is like I'm so, which is why I'm so upset they included it in Crystal. They didn't have it in the anime, and that was better. Like they should have. I guess they just wanted. So basically, what happens in the manga is that Haruka kind of like steals a kiss from Usagi. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but you know, like Usagi never really like consented to that. It was just kind of just like mwah. You know, got it. And that's like it kind of it kind of feeds into like, you know, like the predatory like lesbian like stereotype and like, yeah, which is unfortunate. Like looking at uh, <laughs> the Lobelia Academy in Oran High School Host Club. Mm hmm. Like Benny was hot. She didn't need to force herself on uh, Haruhi. Yeah, she really didn't. Really didn't. <laughs> like, And then. I don't know. There's a lot. In Oran, there's a lot of homophobic shit going on there. There really is. Yeah, like a lot of, like a lot of, um, sexual supporting cast. Yeah, a lot. Well, that was when, well, like, that was when, like, being called gay was, like, an insult. Yeah. And then, uh, J. Michael Tatum, who is gay and yeah. is engaged to a man right now who is uh -huh. also a voice actor, Brandon McInnes. Um, <laughs> I, my favorite thing is, like, you could hear the contempt, I think, a little bit in his voice when, <laughs> when he said this line. Um, he's like, I just don't think I'm supporting cast, homosexual or otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, fair. Yeah. yeah. Kyoya. Kyoya's gay. Yeah. Kyoya's gay. He's been in love with Tamaki day one. He's like, ooh, I'm going to, this is my pretty little purple flower. And then the second he, like, opens himself up to Tamaki, boom, rainbow. That's literally gay. Yeah, yeah, very We're talking gay. about two different animes, though, so I'm just going to move on to you going to move back to Sailor Moon. <laughs> yeah, no, but there's also, okay, but there's also, I, I also need to talk about, like, this one scene. I think there was, there was this, like, one event. There was, it it was basically a ball. Yes. Like they find themselves, they find themselves, um, I don't know, I guess like the the whole team finds themselves, I guess, like mingling with like Tokyo's elite, I guess. This is the first ball, right? Not the one that's at the very end of the series. 
Yeah, it's like the like everyone's dancing at the very end in the end credits, and it's like the last episode. Oh, I mean. So I'm guessing because you didn't even one. realize it's that it's this. the first one. Then. Yeah, I guess. And so basically, it's like the first. Well, it's the one with um. So basically. Uh, the one with Michida's, like Michida's being nice, right? Michida's being nice. Like um, they're all there. Like Mamoru's there as well. Oh, hold on. <laughs> My brain was still an Oron. Jesus fucking Christ, Courtney! <laughs> I thought that you were going back to Oron for a second. No, I'm talking about <laughs> Sailor Moon. I'm getting back on topic, you little slut. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So Sailor Moon. Yeah. <laughs> so Sailor Moon. Uh, Michiru's being nice, right? <laughs> and she's and she offers to dance. She wants she offers to dance with Mamoru, right? Yeah. And well, I mean, it's like a little flirty, you know, and Usagi's like Usagi's like absolutely not. Oh my God. <laughs> Usagi's like absolutely not, never. And then Haruka asks to dance with Usagi, and she's just like, "Of course." Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> it's like you can dance with me, just not him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's just like, she's just like, I'm the only one that's allowed to be Polly in this relationship. <laughs> oh my God! Oh my God! <laughs> and then <laughs> it's so gay. Oh my god, I love it. Okay, and also, also before, like, I'm I'm not even getting into the plot at at this point. Yeah. All right. So then we need to talk about literally every time this season that they enter, that they like, they enter dramatically. It's like whenever <laughs> they enter the scene, it's literally a rolled chord in the piano, and then. Yeah, like, you hear a rolled piano chord, and then you see, like, either, like, rose petals or, like, cherry blossom petals uh -huh. just, like, flow in the breeze. Like, do a little loop and flow in the breeze. Are you talking about all of them or just Haruka and... No, like, Haruka and Michiru. Yeah, like, whenever they come on on the scene, whenever they come onto the scene, it's that. Like, they're, it's basically, oh my, like... They're, like, by the way, the gays if you can't tell... They're gay. If every time they come on screen, they're gay. <laughs> like, like every time that you come, hello, like they're here. They're here. <laughs> they're we need here. you. To, we need you to know yes. that they're here. <laughs> hello, they've arrived. Your favorite characters have arrived. <laughs> like literally that. And I just <laughs> like I love that. my gay heart couldn't fucking take it. I was just like I, every time that they came on, I got so excited. I'm just like, oh my god, this is just. <laughs> it's this like is you just hear pandering. the chord before you see them. It's like. <gasps> <laughs> no, literally, like, it was pandering. It was pandering at this pandering. point. It was pandering at this Absolutely. point. Absolutely. Oh, my God. I loved it so much. <laughs> um. Okay. Now we're going to... Now we're going to... I never... So I talked briefly about Sailor Pluto, but I never really, like, said, like, her name. Um. Well, actually, now, in this arc, I guess, she does get a name. Because before... Um, before, she wasn't really around, like, the actual, like, world. Like, she was... They're supposedly at like the time gate or whatever. Okay. That was like her post. Um, but then this is the okay. hot one with the really long green hair. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, so let's see. Her name. So her name is Mail Setsuna. Mm-hmm. I love I I love the name Setsuna too. 
Um, so Setsuna, even though her name is written in hiragana and is not inherent, Setsuna can mean moments relating to her powers over time or sorrow. Really cool on one end, really sad on the other. Yes. Um, and then the kanji for meo, so mei meaning dark, while kanji for o meaning king. Yeah. So it could either mean momentary dark king or sorrowful king. That is so sad. But sorrowful also, dark king. it's like Pluto was like taken off of the planet roster. So. Uh, yeah, so sad. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, it fits. It's sad, but it fits. It is sad. Um, okay, so let's see. As okay, so I guess her personality as Sailor Pluto, she guarded the the space time door, and she originally could not leave her post, which left her very lonely. However, Neo Queen Serenity Usagi um, allowed her to leave her post to help the other Sailor Senshi of the outer Sailor system during the the events of the S season, and she was reincarnated as an adult in the present time during the Deathbusters arc. So we're going to um, where she took on the identity of Setsuna Mayo at Keio University studying physics. She would study physics. She would study physics. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and also apparently she dreamt of being a designer one day. Uh, she was good friends with Chibi Usa and Diana the cat. Lovely. <laughs> and was also very close to Hotaru Tomoe, that is Sailor Saturn. We will get into her in just a second. Okay. Um, okay. And then let's talk about this. So I guess I guess to preface this season, the the wiki didn't really talk about this at all. I think this was when so they did all that shit in uh I guess with like the Black Moon arc and Chibiusa went home and and I guess she was gone for like a few years because when they because when she came back in this season, she was a little older. Okay. Yeah, she was a little older. I would say, I would say now at this point she's like twelve. Interesting. Well, I I I, I think what like six years went by. You said Chibiusa. Yeah, Chibiusa. Okay. Yeah, I think she was like I think she was like twelve or thirteen when she came back. Okay. Because before she didn't really have because before she didn't really have um. Because now she, um, well, I don't know. She might be a little younger. She might be, she might be 12 or something in the, I can't really fucking remember, but she's Ages like. These are weird in this show. I know. She's visibly older. Don't know how, how old she is at this point, but she's old enough to be like, to have like a sailor, to have like a sailor, like transformation sequence and all that. Okay. Yeah. And to actually like have powers and she inherited and she inherited, um, the uh like the silver crystal and she does and she basically and fun cute little thing she also does um the transformation phase the transformation phrase that usagi does in the first season oh okay yeah which was uh moon power oh god power yeah moon prism power makeup <laughs> yes moon prism power makeup yes Got it. Yes, and then she's got, and Usagi at this point has gotten like several boosts, so she doesn't really say Moon Prism Power anymore. She says like Moon Crystal Power, like Moon or like Moon Eternal, like whatever, like yeah, all that shit. <laughs> um, and then, uh, oh, another thing that I want to say okay. is so funny because it's like you would think that um Usagi now that she's like Neo Queen Serenity. That she's just like a lot more sophisticated and like super changed. She sent 
Chibiusa back with like a note. And it was so funny. And they were just like, oh, please take care of my daughter and whatever and blah, 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 blah. And she's just like, wow. And, and like, they're listening to the note and they're just like, oh, wow. Like, I must be like such a cool, responsible, like mature mom at this point. Uh-huh. And and then I think it was just like Venus who was reading it. She She was just like, this entire note is written in hiragana. <laughs> and they were like, "What?" She never and, learned kanji. <laughs> and no, but the funny thing was, is that like they literally saw, like they literally saw like the impressions of like her trying to write the kanji, and then she erased it and gave oh, up. Oh my god! <laughs> Amazing. And they were just like cackling, and she was, and Usagi was so embarrassed. <laughs> It's like Usagi, you can change that future. You can change that <laughs> you future. You have the yourself. power to change that. You do have the power to change that. It was so funny. It was so funny. Oh my god. Oh man. And then Okay, so I guess let me read I guess the little synopsis of of Pretty Soldier Sailor Moon S season 3. Uh so the third season of the anime which involves the main antagonist the Deathbusters and the mysterious Sailor Uranus and Sailor Neptune seeking out the pure heart crystals that hold the three mystical talismans that are the keys to the mighty Holy Grail itself. Uh, I don't know why I'm talking about that. In the second <laughs> see, in the second in the second half of the series, the Deathbusters. Is that begin- your drag queen voice? No. <laughs> it could be. It Hello. should be. Hello, my name is <laughs> Deathbusters. Begin be, begin to collect pure heart crystals in in order to awaken the deadly mas- the deadly be- messiah of silence and bring utter destruction and obliteration upon the world. <laughs> fucking love that voice. I wasn't even listening to the words. <laughs> and then, the, tenth, the tenth and the last Sailor Guardian of the Silver Millennium, Sailor Saturn, <laughs> is introduced. This season is this season is followed by Sailor Moon S, the movie, and then the fourth season. Oh my god. <laughs> this is hilarious. <laughs> I hope you guys think that this is just as funny as I do because it's fucking gold. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. But also, so yeah, so basically, blah, blah, blah. So basically, the Deathbusters, I don't know who the, I can't remember who the fuck they are. Like, I, I'm going to be completely honest. I don't remember who the fuck they are. And also, it doesn't even matter because it's so funny because they're just like collecting like pure heart crystals and also. They're also trying, like, Sailor Uranus and Sailor Neptune are trying to find, like, those talismans as well at the same time as, like, the Deathbusters. But, like, it's so stupid in, in, like, the turn of events. Apparently, the talismans were inside Sailor Uranus and Neptune the entire time. So it's, like, so it's kind of just, like, we did all the song and dance for nothing. <laughs> it's, li- it's literally, the power was us the whole time. The power the was power us. The power was in the friendship we made along the way. Jesus Christ. And that's kind, <laughs> and that's, like. That's the show. That's that's literally the show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And then, and then so, so basically, um, and then the talismans were like kind of cool. Like, um, Sailor Uranus's talisman was like a sword. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah, and then, um, and then 
Sailor Neptune's uh, thing was like a mirror, like a deep sea, like hand mirror. Ooh. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, and then, so they get the Holy Grail, and then there's the second half of the season that the fucking synopsis, the entire fucking synopsis that I got didn't even fucking cover. <laughs> like, it didn't even fucking cover. Um, okay, so now comes in Tomoe Hotaru, which is Sailor Saturn. <laughs> and then, so Hotaru means fireflies. I know. <laughs> That's one that I actually know. And then fireflies are associated with spirits of the dead in Japanese mythology. Okay. Which makes sense now. Yeah. Now that I've seen like fire. Now that I think back on like all the times I've seen fireflies in like Japanese anime, that that tracks. Yeah. Um, okay. Which fits her as she is the sailor senshi of ruin slash death and rebirth. <laughs> um Wow. That's all, that feels like a lot. It 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 is a lot, and I'm gonna talk about it a bit more. Um and then Tomoe, which uh translates to Earth, To and Sprouting Moe. Um and then the first kanji Tomoe, so I guess uh so basically, her name means firefly spout sprouting from the earth. I guess. I love that. I love that too. Like really nice, like play on words for all of their names. Really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I do love all of the thought that goes into writing names because oh, me it, too. it really helps fanfic writers, me especially, figure <laughs> out like what you want to like put the sense. Their saying. personality. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like because Shinso Hitoshi. I think his has something to do with control. Mm. And it's just, it really makes you think, what if you put it in a different, put them in a different situation uh-huh. where their names are given to them after a certain point? Because that's exactly what the creators did in the beginning. It's like, no one would name their child after an ability that they don't have yet. That's true. So I think it's cool. Yeah, I think it's cool too. <laughs> Um, okay, and so let's see. So basically, so I guess like when Sailor Moon first uses the Holy Grail to become Super Saiyan Sailor Moon, a bright light is unleashed and dark energy starts emerging from Hotaru. Days later, after Sailor Moon retrieves the Holy Grail, she and Chibi-Usa go to the park. So so um, Chibi-Usa and Hotaru become really good friends. Okay, Which cool. is really cute. I like that. Um, and then Chibi-Usa loses her hat at the park and runs over to, to retrieve it, where she first meets Hotaru, and Ho- Ho- Hotaru become, and they become best friends. However, Ho- Hotaru suffers from fits of obtained fits obtained from a lab accident years ago, and she sometimes collapses in pain. Oh, Jesus. No, this bitch goes through a lot, okay? Listen, honestly, a little too much if you ask me, so we're going (laughs) to get into it. Okay, so Hotaru Hotaru is the only child and daughter of Professor Soichi Totomoe during her childhood. Hotaru was involved in a freak accident in her father's genetic engineering laboratory, uh, Germatoid. A daemon from the Tau star system used an experimental space used an experimental space created by Professor so- Soichi Totomoe to cross over to Earth. His arrival caused a tremendous explosion that left Hotaru dead. Oh my God! And uh, and her father 
injured. The sinister entity promised to restore Hotaru to life if the professor agreed to his terms. The distraught professor agreed immediately, because why wouldn't he? Yeah, he's like, hey, I just murdered my daughter. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to do whatever it takes to bring her back. Yeah. And then um, at which Dermatoid hijacked his body. Okay. And while Hotaru's body was possessed by a second entity, Mistress Nine. Yeah. So, like, she's she's still herself, but, like, Mistress Nine is, like, in there. She's not, like, just Mistress Nine. Uh... But also, it's a little too much layering because she's because she's the reincarnation of Sailor Saturn and she has an entity inside of her. Like, pick one. Yeah. Pick one. That's a lot. It's a lot. It's a little too much, if you ask me. Like, give that like give that storyline to somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> give that storyline to somebody else that they could just hawk after the end of the season. Yeah. But no, that's her full that's her actual backstory yeah that's her actual backstory and to me it's a little too much and then let's see uh mistress nine remained largely dormant in the resurrected hotaru only surfacing occasionally hotaru tried to return it to a normal life but largely due to mistress nine's presence she had become very frail and prone to mysterious seizures she also put possessed unique uh, abilities that allowed her to heal minor injuries in seconds meanwhile her possessed father set about establishing the death but busters and arranges pharaoh 90s passage to earth quite unbeknownst to hotaru i think it's pronounced benounced benounced unbeknownst unbeknownst i think it's like because the word known is in there Mm. unbeknownst i think it's unbeknownst i I, I disagree but that's fine (laughs) (laughs) and then to um and then to Hotaru, due to the strange abilities and inexplicable mood swings, Hotaru was uh, was ostracized by her classmates and lived a, lo- a largely solitary life. Times. Jesus. Yeah. Hey, on top of that, we're going to isolate you from everyone that could possibly be a friend to you when you're literally suffering from everything else all at once everything else all at once partially because you're literally possessed and in constant pain mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. hey what kind of exist why did they choose this one girl to torture so bad yeah like that that's harsh yeah, it's really yeah, it's really it's really egregious if you ask me yeah okay I also don't really like this plot either because it's like it kind of leaves it up to interpretation of like, well, what is the issue? Like where <clears throat> it could be her powers as it could be seen as either or her powers as um her powers as Sailor Saturn or Mistress Nine. So it's kind of just like it kind of leaves you thinking, be like, bitch, which one is it? And it kind of leaves you confused when Mistress Nine does come out. Honestly, I think she. So basically, what happens is that like Mistress Nine comes out and it turns into like another like dark lady situation with like Chibi Usa that she gets like aged up and, and has like a fashionista moment. I love that for her. I love that for her, but it's also like you could have done that to somebody else. Honestly. Yeah. Like, and I mean and and I guess the creator just wanted another excuse to like have that moment, but it's like Yeah, I can see that. Girl, like wait, let me pull up a picture of Mistress Nine. Okay. This brief intermission, I would like to say that the uh, song that I started singing 
was a song called Hotaru by Maiko Fujita. It's a very good song, and she's a very good artist. Start scrolling. Like, like it's a moment. Ooh. Hey, yo. I... I don't know anything about um, this character, but I kind of want to cosplay her. <laughs> Look at that fucking dress. Mm-hmm. That is so nice. I like that there's this one picture of um, Mistress Nine and Black Lady holding hands. Uh, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. No, because they're the because I guess they're just like the the bad bitches. I don't know. What color is um her hair normally uh i think it's it's supposed to be black it's supposed to be like black. I know mistress nine's hair is black yeah mistress nine's hair is supposed to be black and i think it has like it might have some like purple undertones because because hotaru's hair has kind of like purple undertones okay okay for yeah. some reason my dumbass was imagining her blonde uh, <laughs> I know there's like two, maybe okay, three blonde characters, right? Yeah, no, but like Hotaru, like let me show you what Hotaru looks like. Like let me show you what Sailor Saturn looks like. Okay, because like it has I, both of them in this picture. If look. I remember correctly, so it's it has both of them in this picture. She's so pretty, yeah, and she's also like like very petite, and she, she has a bob. Looks very sad. Yeah, she 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 does look very sad. Well, because she's sad girl. Yeah, she is sad. She's sad girl. Um, but yeah, there's also okay, so then even like after that, so basically, um I think at some point in this season, Ray kind of has like a premonition about like the end of the world. Oh no. <laughs> and basically, um, they're now the outer senshi are, I guess, still not working with the inner senshi still. Okay. Um they're focusing on like another mission this is where pluto comes in this is where pluto comes okay. in and they start working and she starts working with um sailor uranus and sailor neptune and what they're doing is they're trying to prevent um the awakening of sailor saturn the awakening of sailor saturn yeah they're they're preventing the awakening of sailor, of sailor saturn because um she she is the bring well because so basically Remember when I was saying in, in, in like my super sexy voice? Um, <laughs> Anything you actually said was lost to me, so no, I don't remember. <laughs> so actually, so awakening, so like the awakening of the deadly messiah of silence, So the which is Sailor Saturn. Oh, shit. Yeah. So basically, so Sailor Saturn has like the, the powers to just like end all life of on, on Earth. Like. Jesus. And so they're like, and they're... And I guess, like, since she's had such a trying life, yeah. she might, like, they're they're afraid that if she awakens, she might just end everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, on top of everything else you're dealing with, you're also this. Yeah. So it's like, might just do it. And they said that, and it's basically said, like, within um the weapon that she has that that i showed you is called like her silence glaive okay and she said and it's said within like one swing of her silence glaive like she can just like wipe out the entire earth jesus christ right and so yeah so they're just like really making sure that um she doesn't awaken and then there was like a whole bunch of shit that happened and then she awakened and then she didn't Obviously, she didn't cause, yeah. like, all of that. She didn't cause the apocalypse. Yeah, she obviously didn't cause the fucking apocalypse. And then some other shit happened, and then she's like, I don't know, I guess, I guess she died? I don't uh, know. But then she was, like, re she then she was reborn as a baby. 
Like I said, this is the most, well, I mean, I didn't say it on record, but I told you like before we started recording, this is the most convoluted season. Yeah. This is the most convoluted season. I I can see where you're coming from now. This is the most convoluted season. She quote unquote died. I would have to watch it again to fully explain this. Cause like this, cause the, the, the stuff that I'm, that, that I'm reading that I got from, from, from the, the wiki is not piecing things together very well. I could tell. Yeah. Then was reincarnated and as a baby after all of this is done after she was awakened as a as sailor like, yeah, saturn you've had a really shitty life we're just gonna let you start over basically 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 but she doesn't stay for a baby for that long how long how old is she after the baby thing happens i mean she gets aged up to where like she's like basically around the same age as she was does she still have her memories this shit happened what does she still have her memories I think so. Is she awakened at that point? Like, yeah. She, okay. Does she still have Mistress Nine in her? No. Okay. That's okay. the important part. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so there's a start. Yeah, there's a start, and I mean, oh no, but the funny thing, but the fun thing that happens is that um, basically when she gets turned into a baby, Neptune, Uranus, and Pluto basically turn into like a little adopted family. I love that. <laughs> I love a good uh, poly ship where you raise a baby together who's actually your friend. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. Well, like, I I think Neptune and Uranus are definitely together, but I don't think, but I don't think, um, I don't think, uh, Pluto really gets into, into the mix. I guess, like, Pluto might just be there for support. I don't know. <laughs> for support and 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 I guess and just like to have an adult time with them to make her age up again. Yeah, and I guess just to have an adult with them. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, and then so let's just drop all of that and go to the next season, the fourth season. We have two more seasons to go. Jesus Christ, go on. Um, yeah, I'm glad now. Like now, I'm glad that I'm not talking about re- really like the fourth season as much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the fifth season. The fifth season. Ah, boo boo. Excuse you, sir. Hello. Sorry. We have a pup here. He's a good boy, but he barks at nothing. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, he was licking my toes a second ago. <laughs> he likes to lick. Are you a good boy? He's a good boy. Are you a good boy, boo boo? His tail's wagging. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so season four. So season four. Um. So this is called uh Sailor Moon Super S. Okay. Yeah. So, SS. SS. Um, kind of stupid. Um, okay, so basically, uh it deals with uh the Dead Moon Circus searching for the mighty Pegasus and it's the golden crystal. And my heart just like I love the circus. <laughs> I love circus themes. I don't know if the if it's an actual circus, but I love it. It is circus themed. Amazing. The, the enemy, yes, it is circus themed. Um Okay, and then they're looking for the mighty Pegasus and the golden crystal he possesses to rule the world. So, yeah, they're looking for... Honestly, I'm only going to talk about the leader and one villain because that's the only honestly the only one that i care about and honestly i the only one that you should care about either um so there's this one so they're they have like these i guess basically like they made like villains they made they made villains themselves like they were just like oh we need more people in our crew or whatever so they took i think they took a fish they took a hawk or like a bird and then they took a tiger and then they turned them into like these like 
human like these like these human form like villains or whatever to like join them interesting yeah strange interesting yeah very interesting but then but there's this one fisheye fisheye is arguably kind of not arguably trans okay yeah all right yeah so let's see uh let's see so there's so there's fisheye so there's everybody's a fucking villain or i know uh pronouns you know the wiki uses he he pronouns no because so so basically what happens is is that um i mean like being trans like isn't really what wasn't really like a thing that they really talked about yeah um so and they use like i guess like he him pronouns but i'm pretty sure in like the actual like japanese they don't use very <laughs> specific gender pronouns for fisheye I, I, I don't think they use actual like gender specific pronouns for okay. fisheye. Um but in the dub in the in the American version, in the American dub that 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 they made, the original one, they just they just made Fisheye a girl. Okay. Yeah. They just made Fif Fisheye a girl and use she she her pronouns. Okay. But in but in the but in the um but in the anime, they do like talk about how Fisheye is like you know physically male. Like, is it like well, like well, you know, like how they say like you know that he's that Fisheye is a man. Yeah. But like physically male, you know. Okay. And then, um, yeah. But whenever, so I guess what Fisheye does get in like disguises and whatever. Well, not really disguises. Civilian clothing. Okay. Civilian clothing, which is always like very fun. Of course. Yeah, like dresses and shit. I love shit like that. Yeah, and and then um, even meets Mamoru, like kind of flirts with him and falls in love with him. The fuck hasn't fallen in love with right? Mamoru. Like fuck that. Like and then I mean, so basically, um, Robbie Damon, English voice actor. I'm not surprised. I don't know who the Japanese voice actor is, but I can imagine. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm I like I like voices a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I should make a list of like my top 10 favorite voices. My friend Hannah, who is in my new D&D group, is definitely on that list. <laughs> hey. Oh my god. So Fisheye soon fell Yeah, so Fisheye soon fell in love with Mamoru that led I'll 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 just use her she her. Um Otherwise, led her you could just to default to they they yeah like did lead them to question whether or not they were intended by zirconia to have complete a complete human form as they do not have beautiful dreams like real humans do that is so sad sad face but yeah so basically like what the enemies are doing the like the enemies like they, they they're always like extracting something from humans like it's like either like crystals or like like either like pure heart crystals or like this like they're taking out like their mirrors i guess to like okay. view their dreams okay their their heart mirrors or whatever to like view their dreams because apparently um because apparently uh pegasus is like hiding out in people's dreams Okay. And apparently, and apparently, Pegasus has been visiting Chibi Usa a lot in her dream season. Interesting. Yes. So this is like, this is honestly like a lot more screen time for Chibi Usa in this season. Okay. Which is cool. And then she ends up kind of like falling in love with Pegasus because like Pegasus kind of gets like a human form. 
Okay, human form I can understand. No, she doesn't want to fuck a horse, Courtney. <laughs> like, have you ever played the game My Horse Prince? Yes, I have. Me too. Yes, I have. On the way to a con- anime convention, and I learned about it just before bringing it up to a whole bunch of people when we were sitting on the ground talking to each other. <laughs> it was very funny. The that art. game is fucking surreal. The art is fucking funny. No, and 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 it's funny because it's like, it's not even the like Cabadon. What? The Cabadon. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. No, but also the thing is, is that like it's not even like it's not even he's like a human and in literally a horse, a horse and she sees a human face on him. Yes, he's literally a horse. Literally a horse. <sighs> <laughs> oh my God. At least uh, Pegasus is like able to turn into a human. Yeah. Yeah. Because then it's like a dragon situation. You can yes. fuck a dragon in D&D. Well, you can fuck a dragon in its shifters. dragon form if you're not a coward. But, you know. <laughs> um, if you're not a coward. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. You can also fuck a horse, but. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're I also like... not wrong. But, you know, like what like what lines are you willing to cross? Courtney and Louise do not. Courtney and Louise do not condone the fuckage of any horses. <laughs> yeah, we do not condone bestiality <laughs> like, here on this podcast of any of any real kind. Like a fictional, like that's debatable. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh man. Oh my god. Yeah, I, 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 I think we actually do need to say that because like we can't condone any illegal activity really. <laughs> like. Oh man. Okay, we let the dog out. Um, by the way, I said that I said the wrong name for the song that I was humming earlier. Mm-hmm. It's actually Uri Nakayama. Oh, like U R I Nakayama. <laughs> okay, interesting. Really good um, song though. Okay, so basically, yeah. So I guess uh, evidence by when? Okay, so the evidence I guess to not having so. By when she attempts to extract Tiger's Eye's dream mirror and is unable to. So they don't have dream mirrors like humans do. Okay. They don't have dream. Uh, After the encounter with Mamoru, he and Usagi considered both of them rivals as Usagi became extremely jealous. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Because it's Usagi. Yeah, because then, well, then, she's well, also, she's just seeing, like, daughter. a pretty femme-presenting per- person, like, around Mamoru, and, and, and she's just like, can't have that! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Um, okay, and then there's, and, and then we're going to talk about the leader. I really like the leader of this. I think she has the best, I think she has the best, um... I think she has the best uh, character design out of all of the villains in in the series. You want to pull up a picture for me? Yeah, f- yeah, for sure. Her name is Queen Nehelenia. Ooh, I like that. It's like a hellism. Ooh, I love that. Yeah, isn't she pretty? That would be a very fun cosplay. Mm-hmm. Nice dress. Mm-hmm. She's gorgeous. <laughs> And also just, like, her hair. Like, so much hair goes straight to the fucking floor. Oh, yeah. Also those nails. Yeah. I like the big poofy sleeve thing that's happening at the top there. I would wear the fuck out of this dress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. She's so she's so great. Uh, okay. So she's the... So I guess in, like, this entire season, she's... um. 
I guess ordering people around from her mirror. She's trapped in a mirror. Oof. Yeah, she's trapped in a mirror. So I guess this is, I guess this is like the backstory about her. So Queen Helenia, then known as Queen Helenia, uh, ruled over her own kingdom of peace and, and harmony in which her subjects all adored her. She took great pride in the fact of her subjects always com- complimented her of her be- great beauty understandable this is written weird uh because queen nehelen because queen nehelenia dreamed of staying young forever she gazed at her reflection in the mirror to see her future but instead saw herself as an ugly old woman yeah that's a big oof yeah that is a big oof in turn this caused her to become obsessed with remaining young and beautiful forever and so she extracted the the dream mirrors of of her subjects and turned them into i guess the monsters that they use to to like sick people on to humans lemurs lemures l-e-m-u-r-e-s i knew what you were saying but I don't really know the correct pronunciation either. Mm-hmm. Um, allowing her to stay young forever. Zirconia, certain Zirconia is like one of her like henchmen. Um, there's also like this cute, I guess like this cute trio that 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 I can um, talk about. There's like this cute acrobatic like trio in like the troop, I guess, and okay. they have really cool hair. So. There's that. Big so I, cool I think hair. Zirconia is one of them. Um, Zirconia was then created from her fears of becoming ugly. She formed the Dead Moon Circus, but the Dark Moon wasn't nearly as nice a, a place to live as the Moon Kingdom. I think the Dark Moon was like the dark side of the moon. That makes sense. I guess. Um, when she watched from the Dark Moon, so she wanted to take over the Moon Kingdom and take Queen Serenity's place as ruler of Silver Millennium, and eventually Crystal Tokyo. So I guess after that, uh, but when but was unable to due to her evil intentions, and was eventually sealed inside a mirror of darkness by Queen Serenity. So she has so she has baggage with uh, Usagi's like. Mom. Mom, like before mother. Yes. I'm not even going to talk about it. So basically, like, some shit happened with, like, Pegasus and, 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 like, they do, like, a whole bunch of gay shit and Chibiusa, like, I guess falls in love with, like, Pegasus or whatever. And then blah, 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 blah. So now let's go to season five, the final season. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Um, so basically, okay, a preface. So there's, like, this whole, so now there's, like, another um, little arc, a six-season arc. It kind of feels like a, it kind of feels like a movie. Um... Kind of feels like a movie <laughs> <laughs> with like this little like six six episode arc um and like right in the beginning of the season which is very weird um it also prefaced this i saw this arc specifically when i was like four i didn't realize that the season there's been that many seasons for that long yeah well i mean no like this was like a se- like the anime came out in the nineties. Get that. Yeah, the anime came out in the nineties. And I mean <laughs> the five I mean it pretty much wrapped up before like it pretty much wrapped up before the two thousands. Huh. Yeah. I mean that makes sense, but that's fucking wild to me because it Well, it's wild that it's stayed it's prevalent, so... that it's stayed like popular for so long. Oh yeah. And like such an iconic thing for so long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like years before they even like rebooted it. Yeah. My mom had watched uh Sailor Moon. 
crazy. I know. And then, so basically, what happened... And yeah, and I remember this. And it's so funny, because, like, my uncle, he who got me into anime, like, he... And this was, like, back in the time when, like, you weren't really picky about the anime that you watched. Like, you could just... You just watched any and all anime that you could get your hands because on. Because there wasn't re- much to choose from, really. And you weren't really critical of it. Yeah. And so, basically, I think he had... I think he had um, this whole arc on, like, one cassette tape. Well, not one cassette tape. Like, on one VHS. VHS on one VHS. And we watched it. And it was, like, a dub. It was a dub, but I don't even... It wasn't an English dub. I think it was, like... Honestly, I think it was a Cantonese dub. That's hilarious. It's crazy. And... <laughs> Well, actually, no, I don't think, I think it was a C, I, I, I think it was a DVD. Like, this was when DVDs were coming into play. Yeah. Um, and I think it was, yeah, like, I, I don't even remember it being, like, Mandarin. I, I, I think it was, because I think I remember, because I remembered specifically, like, the tones that they would use and, like, and, and, and I'm just thinking, it's like, this is not Japanese. But, and, and then I also <laughs> learned a little bit of Mandarin and, and I was just like, they weren't speaking Mandarin either. <laughs> I was like, I don't think they were speaking Mandarin either. And so, um, so yeah, I think they were speaking Cantonese and he got it and he got it from like Chinatown in like New York, like Canal Street. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's where he got like all of his shit, like all of his, his, his shit like that. And I've gotten, there was no anime store back then. Nope. You, you just got bootlegs in Chinatown. Nope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, you would just go to Chinatown and get some bootlegs, a... I kind of love that. Yeah. And I mean, and this little specific arc, oh my God, holds so much nostalgia for me. And it's so funny because like the theme song that I remember is like the final one that they changed. I didn't even, I don't even have like that much (laughs) nostalgia with like the original, the original theme song that's in all of the other seasons. I remember (laughs) this one, the final one that they changed. That is so funny. And it was, and it was really cool. And I just love also just like this arc is just like really cool. Cause it's, it kind of has like, it has the plot of a movie. It has the plot of a movie that like doesn't really. And also it kind of just like wraps everything up of like the third season. And also, even if you, if you watch season four and then skipped the first six episodes of like the last season and then just go in to like the main plot of like the final season, you wouldn't really miss that much. Huh. Yeah. Like, I guess the only thing that really happens is that Sailor Saturn isn't a baby anymore. <laughs> True. <laughs> isn't a baby anymore. Like, I guess like, like there's like some energy thing that happens and, and, and like she ages up into like, into like a young child. Yeah. Yeah. And then, okay, so let's see. There's the little thing. So unlike the manga, she was discovered by Sailor Galaxia. So Sailor Galaxia, who released her from the mirror. So I guess this isn't, so I guess this specific plot isn't canon to the manga. Okay. Yeah. Uh, which makes sense. Which yeah. makes sense because it doesn't really tie into to like the se- the rest of the season as a whole. Yeah. Um. So basically, uh, so she discovered by Sailor Galaxia. Sailor Galaxia is the main antagonist of the final season. Okay. So she basically finds her and basically um, and took advantage of her jealousy and venom towards the Silver Millennium to awaken the spirit of Sailor Saturn deep within Hotaru Tomoe. So I guess so I guess like this is when like she ages up and like she awakens like that, okay. that energy within her. 
Um, and then once released from her mirror of silence, Nehalenia gradually corrupted Mamoru. So basically what happens with that is that... <sighs> Like he looks up or something, and a piece of a shard of a shard of glass is stuck in his eye. A shard of a mirror is stuck in his eye, Jesus. and then, and then it caused uh, the other the other senshi to try to fight her off, but was defeated one by one. So basically, it this doesn't really do it um justice. So basically, what happens? I think, I think. Nehalenia like abducts him, ab- abducts Mamoru through a mirror. That's terrifying. Abducts Mamoru through a mirror, and they go in to like save him. And basically, there's like this entire pocket dimension within a mirror, and it's just like things. Okay, things with mirrors, they fuck with me a little bit. Do they? Because I was traumatized by the whole Bloody Mary thing. Oh, okay. Um, and one of my cousins, like we had a fake seance in my cousin's clubhouse behind her house um and my cousin daisy had told had told me that the spirit of bloody mary's sister had just come in to tell them that bloody mary was going to kill me i was little and then when we went inside also daisy's younger than you isn't she daisy's younger than me but i was bullied (laughs) so badly god by literally everyone in my life. It was Jeez. not great. So you're an easy target. <laughs> yeah. Um, I ran inside crying, and they were begging me not to tell Aunt Robin. But Aunt, I wasn't going to tell Aunt Robin, but she's like, why are you crying? What's wrong? And then I told her, of course. And then we ended up praying because Christian household, that's what we do. Yeah. Um, and she was like, yeah, I'd never do that shit again. Mm-hmm. In nicer words, because we were literal children. Um, and then a plate fell off the wall. Oh! It didn't break, but it fell off the wall. Damn. It was terrifying. Jeez. Oh, my God. You're all like, uh, did that just happen? Oh, my God. So, okay. So, also, in this pocket dimension, there's, like, these... Well, also, they were in outside of them as well. Like, I don't know. Before they went into this pocket dimension, they were, like, basically these, like doubles of Queen Helenia with like a little shorter hair like their hair didn't go to the floor it mostly went to like their waists or their butts and they were like naked they were like naked and made of glass like made of like mirror glass okay interesting yeah so they were like fighting them and also they had like long nails too so they were just like so they were just like lunging at them trying to like fucking just <laughs> oh di- my God. like kill them with their fucking nails it was it was honestly fierce <laughs> it, it was honestly really cool um <laughs> And then they basically go into, like, this pocket dimension. And I remember this scene specifically. So, basically, what they would do is, like, I guess they were separated. They were separated, and they were being... And all of the Sailor Senshi, I guess... And they were... Oh, my God. They were basically um separated, and they were in different settings. Like, some Sailor Senshi. And also in very interesting pairings. Like some like some of the Sailor Senshi, I think it was like um Sailor I think Sailor uh Sailor Uranus and Sailor Venus were like stuck together. <laughs> and the like it was very interesting pairings and, and that's also why I liked it, because it's just like, you know, like um people that haven't worked together that are suddenly working together now. Yeah. 
Oh, I love shit like that. I love shit like that, too. It feels like a crossover episode. I know. See, <laughs> Even that's though they're the in thing. the same show, that's but the... they never interact with each other. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I like. And it's really cool. Um, so basically, yeah, so that happens and they're getting defeated one by one. Like there's like one pe- there's like one thing where they're, they're at like a bridge and then there's like another thing where, um, I think Sailor Neptune or like whoever is like in a blizzard or something. And, um, I think Sailor Jupiter is in like a meadow, like a, like a, a sp- with like a, just a ton of flowers and there's just like, and they get defeated, and then once they 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 get defeated, they um get sucked into like mirrors. Wild. Yeah, and one thing that I remember the most was um was Sailor Jupiter uh protecting Usagi. So basically, this whole thing. So basically, what this whole thing was um was that uh I guess she wanted to like she wanted Usagi like. Helenia wanted to try to get Usagi to hate her to like I guess use Usagi's hate to like I guess do like make this power or something to like corrupt her or something okay and basically I guess um Usagi is in this meadow and I guess like something specifically with like the flowers or something she turns into like a trance like her eyes her eyes get all dark like you know in anime when when like the pupils get all dark yes and it's just like dead yes and she's in a trance and I think she's talking to like these cartoon flowers and they're telling and they're talking and they're talking to her very very eerie and they're and she's like has like her eyes like all glazed over and she's just like and they're all just like stay with us Usagi stay with us forever and it's just like all that shit and that's Jupiter- some Wizard of Oz uh, behind the look, like through the looking glass, like Lewis Carroll shit. Yeah, and it's like really creepy. And they're all just like, and Jupiter's trying to snap her out of it. And and then, like, I guess like Nehalenia kind of like drops in and she's just like, why are you so loyal to her? And it's just like, and, and it's just basically like blah, blah, blah. And I don't know, she says something like really, just really thought provoking. And she's just like, well, like, not just that, like, not only that we're loyal to her, but she's also our friend and we love her. Yeah. And Nahalani is, like, not having any of that shit and just starts, like, and then starts, like, trying to zap Usagi because she, and she's in the state and she doesn't really know, like, what would happen to her. Yeah. And then basically what happens is, is that, like, Jupiter, to protect her, like, just kind of gets in the way and kind of just, like, holds her holds her and just takes all of these zaps like in the back and she's just like and she's obviously like hurting and like Nehalini is just going in like she's just like she like it's like she could have literally killed Jupiter and she's just like boom 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 and she's just like and it's getting it's it's brutal like it's kind of like getting like and it's kind of getting sad like Nehalenia's at the point like starting starting to cry as well and she's just like oh 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 and then Usagi's just like still unaware of anything that's happening yeah and then and then basically it was like something that like it was something so sweet and so and then Jupiter says something like oh she has like a smile as bright as like the shining of the moon or something like that and then basically like and as she's done, like, Jupiter kind of just, like, falls and, like, passes out and, like, kind of, like, it looks like she dies and then she gets sucked into a mirror. Oh, my God. And then 
the only thing that's left. However, one of her earrings fall off. Her her rosebud earrings, her pink rosebud earrings. Uh-huh. And then Usagi sees that, and then she gets snapped out of her like. And it was. I need to show you that scene specifically because it's like such an impactful scene that I remember to this day since I was four, and yeah. I didn't remember anything. Well, I didn't. I couldn't understand anything because I mean I was too young to read, so I couldn't read any like subtitles or anything like that. Yeah. So I just remember. And it was in, like Cantonese. And I just remember from what I could tell, just from like context, I could tell that they were like friends and that they really cared about her. And and I was just like, and I guess I just remembered thinking to myself as a child. I guess I just thought, wow, I would really love for a friend to care about me that much. Isn't that just you. crazy? I love you, man. I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> I love you so much. Um, so yeah, sorry to get really serious on the pod. No, that was really. I, that's that is like a good scene. I haven't. Okay, I have like this thing where I can visualize things very easily. And hopefully, I explained that well enough. No, to really definitely do that. for sure. Yeah, like I was a mad, like in my mind because not seeing this episode, I saw this like beautiful bitch like on a throne because that's what I saw a picture of her in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she's just like standing up, going at it, and then just holding her, and then oh man. I would I would have cried because I felt a little emotional there. Oh my god. No, it's 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 like a gut it's a gut wrenching scene. It's yeah. a gut wrenching scene. And I'm just and I remember that to this day. And it's yeah. well, I mean, I've I've seen it like a few years ago, but even like before I saw it again, like I was just like, Oh my god, I remember all of this. Yeah. As a child. And you know, just the beauty of art, you know? Yeah. So basically and then so let's see. My first anime experience was watching Death Note as a child. <laughs> like I was like, I think. In oh, you school. saw like Ryuk as as like a child, and that like traumatized you. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's a dark anime. Not it is good a dark anime. A first... Cassie at least got Inuyasha as their first. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. And I got Death Note. I love Inuyasha so much. My um, first manga I ever read was Astro Boy, though. I read the entire thing. Oh, cute. It was at the Venice, uh, no, it was at the Jacaranda Library. Oh, okay. And I was, I, it was the first, like, thick book that I found, and it was 300 pages. It Ooh. is still the biggest book that I've ever read uh, back then. I've read back then, yeah. Many a book now. Um, and I cried very hard. I had to learn how to read backwards, and I've known <laughs> since then how to read <laughs> manga. Yeah. No, you're fine. So I I guess I'll just like uh, give like a little synopsis of the thing. So let's see. This caused other, let's see, blah, blah, blah. Was defeated one by one. Okay. Eventually, only Usagi was left untransformed and she learns about her past. So I guess like the past that, um, like Nehalenia's past, despite Nehalenia's attempt to make her hate her so she can destroy her, Usagi refuses to hate her and instead forgives her oh my God. For, for her actions of vengeance. Nehalenia was finally able to realize the true friendship and kindness that she never had. 
Uh, Isn't that sweet? That is. And then her change of heart liberated Mamoru from the mirror fra- fragment and frees the other eight sa- sailor guardians trapped in the mirrors. Usagi then transforms into eternal Sailor Moon and using her vastly strong healing powers of eternal Tiara... She was a- able to thaw Queen Helenia's ice cold heart and give her a second chance at a new life. Thinking it was all just a dream, her child her child form wakes up in front of her subjects, who tell her she was merely sleeping. Before she leaves to rest, she just asks everyone will will read her a bedtime story. One of the subjects agrees, and the reborn Helenia smiles in appreciation. Got chills. Right? <laughs> that's so Isn't true. that so sweet? I love that. Oh my god. And that's and see that's the thing about like Sailor Moon that just like people just love. Yeah. 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 For like and then okay, and then we're gonna get into like I guess the rest of sea of, of Sailor C- season five. We're honestly just gonna brush. Yeah. So basically, um it makes a lot of changes, right? So like new like new theme song right yeah new new theme song and they're also um incorporating like sailor scouts from like outside of the solar system yeah yeah like outside of the solar system so you yeah so like the ones that we've known through the show aren't the only ones in the universe there there are sailor scouts like all over the universe holy shit pretty cool it, it it is really cool <laughs> and so then so come in um the sailor starlights amazing go on <laughs> amazing name the yeah. sailor starlights so originally in the manga they are originally in the manga they're cross-dressing girls they're an idol group amazing they're an idol group <laughs> and so they're an idol group of boys but like as but they're actually like cross-dressing girls in in the manga but I love that. in the anime they are boys but when they turn into the sailor starlights they turn into girls so like so gender bending so interesting right (laughs) it's like and the way that you can't really tell what's like in the real canon sometimes because Mm -hmm. like everyone sees canon differently like there's the manga and then there's the anime i think that the actual canon is the manga Mm-hmm. But nothing isn't canon, you know? Yeah, for it's sure. So for sure. Fluid. Just like uh, Hanji from uh, Attack on Titan and mm-hmm. their pronouns and all that shit. Mm-hmm. There's like so much there. <laughs> yes. Okay. And then, and it's so cool because they're like, they're all very spiffy. Uh-huh. They like when they're performing, they all wear suits. Amazing. Are you going to show me pictures? Yes, I am. Uh-huh. Um, so this is mostly like, I guess, pictures of their sailor forms. But also they also wear very um, well, I'm, I'm going to tell you a little bit more about their appearance. So because I just love them. Of course. And then so basically uh, the leader, I guess, of the group, uh, Sailor Star, Sailor Star Fighter, Sailor Star Fighter. Is basically I can't remember I can't remember his like I can't remember the civilian name, um, <laughs> and then Sailor Starfighter uh, is basically basically like I guess Mitsusagi, and they kind of they kind of like they kind of like have like a little bit of a vibe. I love that. And like honestly, <laughs> like honestly, I would love if if she just dumped Mamoru and and, and just starts dating and just starts dating Sailor Starfighter. I, I would have loved that. Like, I would have loved that. Honestly. Either that, or she, or or, or she just dates Ray. Like either of those things, or they could just be a thruple. I mean that or that too. Every single character is 
in a relationship with one another in some way or another. That too. That too. And so basically, also with their hair, from the front, they... It looks like um, just like a regular like guy haircut. Yeah. But then they have, I guess, I don't want to call them rat tails, but I guess that's the only way that I can really explain them. <laughs> like long, like to their legs. Okay. And so it's very, very business in the front party in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'm here for it. And also their civilian clothing, they dress like men as well. So I guess basically like in the mo- like in the anime, they're just they just are supposed to be men. Right, right, right. Correct, <laughs> correct. And then in the and then I guess yeah, like in the um in when they transform, they into these very skin. Honestly, the skimpiest outfits that <laughs> that 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 we see in the show. Look, what the hell? <laughs> Looking at a picture there. I kind of kind of love it though. Mm-hmm. Oh, and also the thing is, is that um, when they uh when they transform their like thing i guess that they use to transform is like these little like jeweled headsets like jeweled microphone headsets brilliant oh my god and and the just creative like the... was just like y'all i just really wanted to make the sailor scouts idols in some way yeah um so i did yeah and Ooh, so i just looked at the civilian forms and mm-hmm. oh boy Boy, I'm yeah. too gay for this well, shit. Well, I mean, also, like, now you can really see why queer people love Sailor Moon uh, so yeah. much. Yeah. They all just look like really pretty, really pretty boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and honestly, I'm here for it. They're my favorite. Yeah. And so basically what they're happening. So basically they learn about, they learn about, uh, I guess, the um the Sailor Wars. Uh-huh. The Sailor Wars, which basically like obliterate, like Sailor Galaxy, apparently just like just wiped out a ton of planets. Jesus. And yeah, so yeah, the main antagonist and um the sailors, the Sailor Starfighters, like their planet was unfortunately one of them, and they're in search of her princess. They're like they're in search of their princess that was that I guess fled to Earth, and they're trying to find her. Uh-huh. And um, I don't think. I think, and I think they were trying to like seek her out by like becoming idols. Be like, are you my princess? Oh I think my that... god! <laughs> I know, <laughs> and it was so cute, and it was yeah. And then um, they do find their princess, very beautiful. I think like I can't remember her name, so I can't really look it up. But it's like she has red hair, and I mean, in my untrained opinion, and in my un yeah, in, in my. Tr- According to my untrained eye, um, I don't I, I don't want to fucking hear about it in, in like comments or whatever. If if, if I if, if this we ever isn't get true. a chance to hear comments from you guys, if this yeah, if we do get a chance, um, <laughs> like I, I don't want to hear about it. But like I think it's funny because like it looks it looks like she's in a it looks like she's in a Chinese inspired outfit. Okay, either a Chinese inspired outfit or like a or like a Southeast Asian inspired like traditional garb okay which is a little weird if she's supposed to be from another planet yeah yeah but i mean but she has like this gorgeous red hair oh my god this gorgeous red hair and these gorgeous red eyes like we have a lot of clothes in this closet that we're in can you point to a color that seems similar to it Mm -mm. oh this okay or or like your or like your 
your microphone oh, my microphone thing. red okay, okay yeah like gorgeous red color i'm here for it yeah gorgeous bright red color i love that yeah and then um so pretty much and and also in this final season um like chibi usa kind of fucks off like <laughs> chibi usa kind of fucks off and just like kind of goes back to the future um yeah because yeah, i guess like that's what they were trying to do in the beginning of the season like before all that shit with like nehelenia started like they were just like like chibi usa was like about to say bye but then but then all that shit happened and 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 they were just like oh okay i gotta save mamoru or whatever yeah and then yeah and and then that should happen and that's just like okay now actually bye. it's like now i actually have to go back because we're kind of on the road to the future and i gotta go yeah pretty much <laughs> and then so yeah it was really cool um yeah, I, there's really not else to really say besides like the Sailor Wars, and you know that. Yeah, honestly, the the plot after that, besides besides the Sailor Starfighters, like there's really nothing else of significance that I really care to talk about. I get it. Yeah, it was a pretty, it was a pretty like I don't know, it was a pretty lackluster like way to end the series, <laughs> if you ask me. Yeah. Yeah, and it was basically it just felt like another enemy, and it's kind of just like okay, I guess we're done. Yeah. So I can I can imagine, yeah. Which I mean, I guess can like leave way to like it starting up again because it really doesn't. It really didn't feel like an ending. Yeah, it, like I don't think. It didn't really feel like a definitive ending. Everything is able ending. to change. There's so much time between then and what the future is going to be. Yeah. Um, yeah, because like at least it's got to be a lot. Because after go that, they they're like eternally like in their early twenties, and right now they're like the final season. They just get to high school. Yeah, like in the final season, they just get to high school. So like they pass their entrance exams and they get to high school in the final season. That's wild to me. Yeah, so they have like they they still technically have like three more years as like as like before they're, before they're adults. Yeah, before they're like even then it's younger than nineteen. Younger than nineteen, yeah. Like they literally they don't go into the silver they don't go into like the neo like silver millennium until until like they're they're in their early twenties. So Pluto's the only one who's an actual adult right now? Yes. So she's the only one I can actually simp for right now? Yes, exactly. God technically. damn it. Okay, fine. I simp for everyone else in the future. But to be <laughs> fair, that was that did come out back in the 90s. Yeah. And I was a minor when I first saw. Yeah, exactly. So it's whatever. It's whatever. Yeah. Okay, so Courtney, so now that we're done, what's our sign-off for today? Our sign-off for today. Oh, wait, no, I, sh- I should do the sign-off in my voice. Good. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Okay, everybody, so a word from me is that you should go out, be gay, and fight crime. But not in that cop way. <laughs> but not in the cop way, yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. Uh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>